during the summer of 1988, which is actually one year before I was born, so you can calculate my age from that. There was a young Italian teenager. Her name was Chiara Luce Badano. She was only 16 years old at that time. She was playing tennis one day. She was a very active young girl, and as she was playing tennis on the courts, she felt a pain in her elbow, and it kept worsening over the days. So her family took her to the doctor, and they took some x-rays. And the news that she found out as a 16-year-old is no news anyone would want to hear. She had a very rare form of cancer in the bone, and ultimately they believed that she would pass within a few months or years. She lived another year and a half and died at the age of 18. Chiara Luce Badano, this teenage girl, was a very spiritual person. She was a part of a religious movement in Italy that focused on living the words of sacred scripture, just as we heard in our first reading today that the words come down from heaven and return to the Lord once they've been nourished. And so she allowed that word of God to really penetrate her life, and she sought to live the words of Jesus and the commandments and so forth. Chiara Luce Badano is a great example of one who undertook suffering in her life because she chose to suffer through this and to give glory to God in her suffering. She was hospitalized many times, and... She told the doctors near the end of her life, in the last months of her life, that she wanted to refuse the morphine because she didn't want her lucidity to be taken away, that she wanted to be able to converse with people, and also the spirituality she embraced also was one of redemptive suffering. She wanted to offer her pain and her suffering to God as a prayer. Last week, in our gospel, Jesus prayed to the Father. He said, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, but to the childlike you have revealed them. Almost to the childlike, like Chiara Luce, had God revealed the power of suffering and redemptive suffering. And today, Jesus, in his teaching, he says, Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but to some it has not been granted. I think this is one of the great questions. In theology, we call it theodicy, kind of this question of suffering. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why does a young person like Chiara Luce Badano at 16 with the rest of her life come down with cancer and then dies only a few years later when she could have made many other great contributions. And so it's a great mystery. Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to some. She understood it. And today, St. Paul in our second reading tells us that the sufferings of the present moment are nothing to be compared to the glory yet to be revealed to us, that almost as if suffering happens as we journey to the kingdom of heaven. 
I think we can maybe ask that question, why is there suffering in the world? Of course, I don't know if there's a real good answer that compels or convinces people, but we can look at what comes from suffering, kind of a spirituality of suffering. One of the purposes, maybe as we embrace suffering in our life that comes our way, Sometimes we choose suffering by penances that we undertake, by sacrifices that we make. And so one aspect of suffering would be that of reparation, that I realize that I want to repair damage in the world or what sin has caused damage in the world, that I want to repair it by my own suffering, that I offer it and ask the Lord to receive my offering of suffering. It's part of the sacred heart message received by St. Margaret Mary Alico, this theology of reparation. It was what the three children in Fatima, Francisco, Jacinta, and Lucia, they received. Our Lady told them to make many sacrifices for souls and for the conversion of sinners and reparation for sins. So... So when suffering happens, it can be offered to God. And for Chiara Luce Badano, that was one thing she did. She wanted to repair the damage of the sins of young people, she said. And so she offered that pain and suffering of her life to the Lord for that purpose. The second purpose of suffering would be an identification with Christ. St. Paul in his letter to the Galatians says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so by taking on, accepting suffering and crosses, it allows us to identify with the suffering that Jesus himself experienced. That as we look at the cross and see the pain and anguish of our Savior, that the pain and anguish that we might experience is an identification with him. On the cross, Jesus cries out to his father, Father, why have you forsaken me? My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? And so maybe for those in suffering, that's an identification that they come to, that they feel abandoned, just as Jesus felt forsaken on the cross, that there's some sharing in that, in their own suffering that they experience. Chiara Luce Badano, in her own suffering, she spoke about how her wounds, that of, how the wounds of Jesus were like the pains that she was experiencing, that every shooting pain, that she began to understand the pain of the nails piercing Jesus' hands. So an identification with Christ. I think the third purpose of suffering would be that of witness. That to give witness to how one suffers. To accept it. To not maybe be complaining. And so that witness speaks to the world. Chiara Luce Badano, who suffered so much when she was in the hospitals, would walk from room to room, and it was her aim to put a smile on each one of those people's faces in the hospital. That even in her suffering, she wanted to be a witness of joy. But I think, too, it's also a witness to eternal life. 
that as one suffers and they come to that point of knowing that maybe there's no hope for a miracle or a cure, that they accept that gift of eternal life and they provide hope for others in that prayer and their journey to heaven. There was a young person that I know, relatively my age. He was a husband and a father. He died a few years ago from cancer. And all of the people that came to the funeral, they maybe had not thought about God, but through his own witness of his own suffering with cancer, he was able to maybe provide something to those people who were gathered around him and to pray for him on that funeral day. Suffering is something we don't like, but sometimes we experience it. We want to diminish suffering a lot of times, so the world might want to diminish it. But we as believers, we see that maybe there can be a beauty in suffering, that there's a spirituality of it. That maybe the world wants to disbelieve in God. I know that was something with that young person who died of cancer just a few years ago, People came and they said, why is God taking him? And so they began to have questions about the existence of God. So it can maybe lead to disbelief, but as believers, we believe that God suffered. And so now, because he suffered, he suffers with us, suffers with the one afflicted and with those around that individual as well. We might not be faced with the same suffering that Chiara Luce Badano had or others in our life that we've witnessed, but perhaps we can embrace small little sufferings in our own life with a different attitude and with a different disposition because it's a great mystery. It's one we don't understand, but it's a mystery that the sufferings right now will not compare to the glory of eternal life. And that's when that mystery will be understood by all.